What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little bastard of business, you're dead meat. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, an extension of the YouTube channel Dead Meat. I'm James. I'm Chelsea, and we're engaged. Aww. And we're we- engaged? We like to get scared together. Thank you. (laughs) No, James and Chelsea are engaged. Yeah, that's insane. I'm happy you are here for the first like official version of this. We did a weird. We did like a dub, not a dub, but I re-recorded the intro. We did a dubstep announcement of our engagement. Oh yeah, (laughs) as you should. Yeah. So this week we're going to be talking about Halloween Horror Nights, uh, past and present. Yes. Because uh, we were, I think maybe a couple weeks ago, we were talking about wrestling with Patrick here. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is Patrick. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Patrick Dougal. I'm here. Yeah. Patrick is an expert on all things Horror Nights. I'm so happy he's here. <laughs> but we were talking about wrestling and Patrick said, you know, there was an Undertaker themed house. At Horror Nights, like 10, 15 years ago. And that (laughs) blew my fucking mind. And I went and found a video of it. There's a walkthrough of Undertaker going through it. And I just, so that kind of set me on this weird rabbit hole of trying to find all of the weird houses and mazes and scare zones of Horror Nights past. So that's kind of what this episode is. It's mostly just what are the things about Horror Nights that I personally find very amusing. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, because if you go back like deep into Horror Nights, there's like so much story, so yes. much lore, so much you can uncover, so many weird things, so many things that didn't work. It, it's wild. <laughs> yeah, I... Was not expecting there to be such a deep lore. Everything's got deep lore now. Yeah. The things you would not expect to have deep lore have a de- have a lore in a universe. And yeah, characters. you two, you two are bringing a lot of expertise and research to this episode. <laughs> I'm here to be wowed by the things that you present to me. Let me tell you. <laughs> Get ready. I mean, it's a high bar. If we're starting off with The Undertaker. I think The Undertaker house is the one that the two of us will personally find <laughs> the most insane because it is. I mean, we're starting off with that was hard to to get to that level mm-hmm. of what of the course. fuck again. Yeah. But let's talk about it just so we have it. So it's out there, you know. Well, the weird thing was like I was never a huge fan of wrestling, mm-hmm. but I always knew living in Florida and especially in the Orlando area, they filmed in Orlando. So... Uh, having Horror Nights in Orlando at Universal Studios, um, Florida, like that was already wrestling was already a huge thing. So they're like, why not? Let's bring it into this horror event. So I think that's where it kind of like came from. Yes. Yeah. And I, I like that. Everyone knows Undertaker. I'm pretty sure. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't a huge res- wrestling fan, but I was like, yeah, a creepy like guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, wrestling. Like I'm down. The got, dead man. Got the hat. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, yeah. came later. Oh, is that later? Yeah. Really? That wasn't early Undertaker? He, he might have had it early and then dropped it and then brought it back he's had a lot of different faces i was gonna say because when <laughs> when this house premiered yes he, he was, was in his american badass persona yeah. this was after he was gone for a while came back and he just rode a motorcycle down that entrance ramp every time he came to the ring <laughs> to the song to the sound of kid rock i am american badass and uh or was it limp biscuits rolling 
You know what? It might have been Roland. I mean, actually. either way. Yeah, yeah. It Hello, was, early two thousands. Yeah. For sure. Either way, perfect. But yeah, we that's love Limp Biscuit in this household. We do. We, yeah, we're a huge Limp Biscuit house uh, here. We're that's, really excited for the fanatic yeah, because it yeah. has everything we love in it. Yeah, <laughs> Limp Biscuit and Devin Sawat. Those are the things we love. Uh, <laughs> but I found a video of the. It's a walkthrough of this house and the opening ceremony from <laughs> TNM, which was later rebranded as Spike TV. Because oh, yeah. of course that's where this video came from, <laughs> and because I guess I didn't realize that's where Raw aired in the early 2000s is this old version of Spike. Oh, yeah, okay. So or USA, they did an opening ceremony at Universal. Undertaker was given an Igor Award. The ceremony is just a part of the theme park's Halloween Horror Nights, in which the Undertaker has his very own attractions. It's called The Undertaker, No Mercy. Okay, <laughs> he showed up on his motorcycle. Of course, with his bandana and mm-hmm. sunglasses, I'm sure. This house has everything. <laughs> it has Paul Bear. Yes, It has Kane, and I was not expecting this. There is an entire section where it's chain link fence uh, yes. next to you and above you, and it is the Mankind Undertaker Hell in a Cell match, By God. which... If you know anything about wrestling, that's like the it's match. It's the match, yeah. Yeah. Have like, you seen it, Patrick? I have not. It is 30 oh, minutes I mean, I've seen, I've seen the walkthrough of the house. But sure. I'm like, guys wrestling. Oh, yeah. my God. No. After th- this, I feel like there's, you'll be among the legion of our friends that we've been like, sit down. We're going to watch <laughs> this gonna watch cell. It is 30 minutes crazy. of watching a man just sacrifice his body for our entertainment. Absolutely. Oh it is something where, and this is the WWE we're talking, or WWF back then we're talking mm. about, where they... This match happened, and they said, that was fucking awesome. We're never doing anything like that ever again. Yes. I can't believe that's in a maze. It is in a maze. I know. The fact that that was recreated, they have a mankind just crawling around on the the top of the cage. Fuck, that's so good. I wish I could have gone through this. And yeah, the video is of Undertaker going through it, and he is just stone-faced. Not phased by anything. actors popping out, and he just, no reaction. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's cool. He's he's in character, too. It's all kayfabe. He's like, oh, this is a replica of where I grew up as a child, and wow, they really captured the essence of my childhood. Fuck, it's awesome. It is so, so funny it is definitely one of the the most obscure horror night yes so this is a hard one to start with but this is what started my journey down the the uh past of horror nights and there's some weird stuff this is not the only weird thing wait speaking of the past of horror nights before we started rolling patrick you were kind of giving us a a brief history of horror Nights. yeah i mean of course right now there's horror nights uh in florida in orlando and then horror nights here out here in hollywood but initially it started in 1990s and it was called um fright nights uh the first night was 1990s i think it was only three nights they were just trying to test this like Let's try to do a Halloween event, and it ended up doing very well um, in Orlando. In right? Orlando, okay. in Orlando, yes. Uh, uh, and then they had, for some like uh, copyright or lawsuit reasons, they had to change it to Horror Nights. So for the first Horror Nights, it was actually called Fright Nights, and then 
from 1991 oh, on, it was called Horror Nights. It was just the one year that they yeah, was Fright Nights? it was just okay. the one year. So then it came back uh, in 1991, and it just every year it kept expanding. Um, and it did so well in Orlando, they brought it to Hollywood in the early 90s. But um, at this time, Knott's Scary Farm was like the first haunt in like the SoCal area. Mm-hmm. So everyone was still going to that, and it didn't do that well. So they kind of like scrapped the idea for Hollywood for a while. But it's been going strong uh, in Orlando since 1990s and coming up on its 30th year Damn. next year. Wow. Oh, we'll definitely have to make it yeah. for the 30-year anniversary. But yeah, like the the deep history and from the 90s all the way to now is like it's it's a wild yeah. ride. I and do feel bad for not dedicating an episode to knots. I just we haven't gone. We, we Yeah. It's hard to find the time around this season for us to go do things. Uh, <laughs> even, you know, fitting in horror nights was a lot. But uh you know, after we get a chance to go to Knott's, it'd be cool to do an episode about that. I just wouldn't want to do one not having been. It would be... Of course. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Knott's is just original creation. Correct. Not, and yeah, you yeah, said yeah. that's what Universal did until... Yeah. You. I mean, uh, if you go to Horror Nights now, a lot of the houses are based on international uh, intellectual property properties was like all ips like this year we have ghostbusters and killer clowns but like up until 2007 to, no 2009 oh, or wow. seven no it was 2007 was the first uh first time in orlando where they actually got intellectual properties they had um jason from friday the 13th the leatherface from texas chainsaw and um Freddie, Freddie. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, so that was swinging, the, yeah. So 2007 was the first time they had any intellectual property. So up until then, it was all original. Oh yeah. Um, and even after 2007, they went back to original. And it wasn't until 2012 again when um, Walking Dead came into the picture, and then oh, that's okay. when intellectual properties became more prevalent yeah. well, I'm seeing on this list something about Chucky but is that not yeah. a maze maybe no that no. was a show yeah. oh okay and that was only in that was to 2007 when they got these intellectual properties that was the year that was like Hollywood was like oh let's try this again oh. so 2007 was the year that Hollywood um, Horror Nights came back as well because they got these intellectual that properties yeah oh okay yeah so Horror wow. Nights really hasn't been back to Hollywood since 2007 and on now, but uh, Orlando's has been going since the 90s. But yeah, it wasn't until they got those characters that okay. it really popped off for them. Yeah, yeah this makes sense. Sh- this show sounds wild, by the way. This oh yeah, that's next on the list. Emporium. Oh, thank you for that history, Patrick. Yeah, yeah <laughs> seriously. Uh, it was called Chucky's In Your Face Insults. I think it's had a few different names and incarnations, but wow, this thing is so... <laughs> I don't think they could ever bring this back. No, and but the funny thing is they kind of did, yes. and they got in trouble again. Um, it wasn't <laughs> necessarily Chucky, but I don't remember the exact year. I want to say 2016 or 2015, they had a purge um, scare zone in the front of the park where they had a, a purge auctioneer, which was an actress. Okay. So basically... Like an was, anarchy. There. Yeah, there yeah. was a... Um, there was like actors playing civilians and actors playing purgers and like they were like trying to sell off the civilians to the purgers to kill but it turned into the purge auctioneer just like insulting everyone <laughs> yeah. as they went through mm-hmm. and the the it only lasted two weeks because I was there the exact night oh, this happened no. and watched oh. it happen there was a teen girl just like watching the show and she was wearing ripped jeans and the 
Projectioneer called her out and they're like, well, it looks like you've been on your knees all night. And then it turned into a huge fiasco. Oh, um, her no. mom like got into it. Of course, she was like a Bel Air mom who like <laughs> didn't agree with anything. And yeah. Then, Quickly, two weeks into the event, the purge auctioneer was pulled. And I have no <laughs> idea that happened. Well, or uh, Universal usually has those people hanging out the windows, yelling insults at Do, people yeah. walking by, I right? Mean, I mean, I don't think they're as bad as yeah. blowjob jokes. I mean, yeah. the Chucky one, I was the watching Chucky a video one of it. was rough as well. It was, it was rough. It, I'm assuming it wasn't Brad Dorif doing no, this. No, no, no. Okay. It's a, it's a, there was actually a video uh, posted on YouTube by one of the performers who did it. He like had a video of him as Chucky, and he, so he posted the video online. And it's just, Chucky wants to fuck all the ladies <laughs> in the audience. And he's he making, was made anatomically correct. Yeah, you're making tiny dick jokes about everyone. Uh, I think the highlight is he at one point tells a guy in the audience that the only reason that this woman is there with him is because she's too lazy to kill herself. Jesus, Chucky. That's not your boyfriend, is it? That ugly bastard? Oh, don't kiss him. Now I'm not going to be able to touch those lips. What year was this from? 98? Was this Bride of Chucky? Time. Yeah, it, it, they, they did it once in 92, and then 98, they brought what? it back with Tiffany, and then they did, it was 99 on, like, for a couple of years after 1999. Wow. It's really crazy. Oh, and it says briefly brought back in 2013. Is that when that yeah, incident was? Um, no, to the uh, the Chucky one is probably another one where someone got too offended, but yeah, the oh, Purge yeah, one, yeah, Purge the Purge one, one was, one, like, sorry, 2016. Yeah, yeah okay. 2013, They I think they just brought it back, because uh, fucking... Um, was Curse, Curse was coming out, yeah. So okay. Mm. And then when Cole came out, he was on the scare train. Yeah, they actually had a, in Orlando, they had a scare zone with him as well. And they it was the exact same puppet and they had someone doing the same thing, but it was a little, it wasn't as insulting. Less yeah. dick jokes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talking about, we'll move on from more like shows. Because the shows, I, I think each year are kind of the same-ish. Although there is one show that they did here in Hollywood that, when I read about this, I wish I hadn't known this existed because now I'm very upset that it no longer exists. Is it Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween no, Adventure? No. Uh, we know we we love the Waterworld show. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. How would you want to see a spooky version of it called Slaughter World? Yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah, Slaughter World. <laughs> I hope they do all the same stunts, but instead of doing them into the water, it's onto concrete. It's a snuff show. (laughs) Slaughter World. Slaughter World. I guess they did that in 1998 and 2006 in Hollywood. And all I could find about the description was it's a spooky version of Water World. I don't know what that means. I didn't even know about that. I don't know what that means. The waves are haunted. (laughs) Anyway, I think it it also was maybe a little bit. I don't know why Halloween, everything's going to be raunchier, but I think it was. It was a it was a naughtier version of Waterworld. Topless yeah. water skiers. Oh my god, <laughs> fun! But yeah, so yeah, the shows. So what? There's Bill and Ted, and there was a Rocky mm-hmm. Horror tribute. Those yeah. were kind of same year to year, so I didn't really include those. Um, All we get I mean, nowadays is Jabberwockies. I know. I mean, Jabberwockies like, is great. Yeah, but they're not fucking making blowjob jokes. <laughs> they're so. not. They're very it fun. Was, and- uh, Bill and Ted actually lasted very long. Bill and Ted started. Uh, I want to say 1991. Oh, and wow. lasted all the way through 2017 Holy was the shit. last year in Orlando. Yeah, because people threw a shit when they um, heard of that, I think. I uh, remember. Well, Orlando, oh, well, they had it here in Hollywood, and 
there was another thing where someone got offended by all the jokes. So it <laughs> ended in Hollywood in like 2014, 2013. Yeah. To be fair, I think I read some of, you know, the scripts and the, they're bad. I oh. mean, yeah, it was like, yes. like when you go into a Bill and Ted show, they're like, they tell they have like a pre-show and they're like, literally, you're going to get offended. Get over it what? kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Bill and Ted? I know. It's what? so weird that it's Bill and Ted. For right? anyone who doesn't know uh, the premise of the show, basically what it is, is Bill and Ted every year run into whatever the year's pop culture. So okay. basically they build a show around that year's pop culture whether it was like keeping up with the kardashians was popular they'd have like someone come and like kill off the kardashians in the show it was just like anything to make fun of the pop culture so the they year. were like the characters from the year that movie came out and yeah. they had gone into the future exactly arc. okay yeah, see, yeah. something happened where they would like end up with in their our telephone time. both like yeah. going through and like trying to save halloween or whatever that could be year. fun that sounds fun um so every year is a different show different parody show but it got to the point where like I don't think Universal wanted to deal with lawyers anymore because they would take jabs at Disney and just like any any pop culture you could possibly find. They like were very strict about recording the show. It's like very hard to find recording. You can still find recordings out there, but it's like not <laughs> great motion. quality because they were like, you can't record this because we're going to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, by the way, this year at uh, Horror Nights, there is a scary Elsa running around. Yeah, right. I, love her. I, love her. I I'm curious to see how long she lasts. Well, I, think I don't know. Fine. She's. I think she's. Because like Ice Queen is not it, something. Yeah, Disney it's an invented. intellectual property. Yeah. Okay. There was a entire maze uh, two years ago at Not Scary Farm called the Ice Queen. And was <laughs> that it was very like basically? Okay. It. And I'm like, it, it's, it's public domain kind yeah. of. <laughs> I want to talk about scare zones. I guess. Okay. I think scare zones mm-hmm. are where I found some of the weirder, the weirder things of Halloween Horror Nights past. And it, yeah, you're right. It is after they are able to use IP or they decide to start using IP that we get some of the like just in retrospect. They feel like such a time capsule, and they're so fucking weird. Yeah. I love it. For people who may not be familiar, scare zones are, like, mazes are buildings you go into, and, uh, you know, it's interior. Scare zones are just, like... Roaming out- the streets of the park. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can walk s- through them to get to a different section of yeah, the park. Yeah, they have specific areas where it's, like, you're not going to get scared only in the maze, but also, like, around the park as well if you walk through these areas. But sometimes they even have roaming scare zones, so it's, like, nowhere safe. Oh. Yeah. I love scare zones. I think they're so fun. I think it'd be a lot of fun to be a uh, scare actor in a scare mm-hmm. zone compared to in a house. I think you yeah. have. I'd be willing to bet that, and I don't know how any of this really works, but I'd be willing to bet the more experienced scare actors are in the. It. I mean, it also depends on like casting and That's what they're going true. for. But yeah, I mean, when you're in a maze, especially if you're in like a boo hole, was what yeah, they call it. The you're you're kind of just like doing the same action and motion like yeah. every like. 10 seconds where right. like a scare zone you're roaming around kind of doing your own thing mm-hmm. yeah it's more that like sounds improv way more fun. Mm-hmm. yeah than just like the re- repetition of doing the yeah. same yeah Chelsea got cornered by some I seconds. did I got cornered when we went through All Hallows Evil yeah, yeah, yeah. Evil yeah mm-hmm. and there were three scare actors that just I couldn't move I was just <laughs> they pretty much like party boy they did yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a scare zone that this is the first one I put on here because I thought it was so bizarre now just looking back now in our present day era where Marvel is the biggest thing that exists pretty much mm-hmm. and it's so ubiquitous there was so 
I guess that they don't do this anymore. Islands of Adventure was horror. Yeah, so like, this only think. happened for two years. Okay. So they tried to, like, this was when Islands of Adventure um, opened in 1999. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to, like, draw audiences to, like, this new park. So they're like, let's put Horror Nights in both parks. Or, or they started at one. They started just having it at Islands one year, and then the next year they put it in two parks but. i'm sorry what's islands of adventure islands of adventure is the you know is universal studios second park it's they have universal studios florida and islands of adventure is right next i didn't so realize it's, like, it's a separate entrance it's a separate entrance. so it's like the disney california it, adventure exactly of universal in orlando okay exactly yeah. is it cool yeah it's, it's where all the coasters are mm-hmm Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun. So, and it's where, yeah, you have all like the Hulk coaster and mm-hmm. the, oh. the superhero coaster. It was when like, it's where Harry Potter first started too. That was the first. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's on me. Okay. Hogwarts was in Islands of Adventure. Cool. So, because that's where all the Marvel stuff there was, mm-hmm. that is why in 2002, which is a buck wild year for Horror Nights, but I have so much shit from 2002 <laughs> yeah, on here. It was wild. Yeah. They had a scare zone in the Marvel Superhero Island area where the superheroes have all lost and the villains have won and they're in charge and I guess and the thing is with stuff from the early 2000s all the pictures of everything suck all the videos are really yeah, shitty yeah like 200 and potatoes basically and this is what you'll learn if you're and you know this if you're a theme park nerd like me. Yeah, I mean, Patrick, are, yeah, you know that if you want the deets about something, you have to rely on weird forums yes. and people's maybe, you know, tenuous sourcing. So who knows how true all of this stuff is because I'm getting this from like wdwmagicforums.com or whatever. Uh, but someone on this forum claims that there was a headless Spider-Man mannequin, uh, a, a blood spattered Captain America shield. And I, I wasn't clear on this because it just said Wolverine arms pulled off not that sure doesn't if, make sense I'm not wolverine sure if it can was, regenerate well that's true so but i'm not sure if it was his arms laying there or if it was him but with no it was arms. probably him without arms yeah which doesn't make sense so that's cool and i also couldn't find solid sourcing on this but it's one of those things where people claim that marvel was upset because universal did not fully uh, elaborate on the area and what it was going to be and the uh-huh. fact that their superheroes are all going to be just like murdered and yeah. hanging around <laughs> Again, this was 2002 blood. when like Marvel was like not Nothing. a big thing. It was not. Like, they, had, like, they almost weren't going bankrupt yes. at Like the first too. Spider-Man movie had just come out. Yes. And that was like, I think the first movie where they're like oh it's not a piece of shit marvel, right? marvel, marvel at that point was super niche yes which is really that's why this one is so weird to read about uh but yeah marvel was not into the scare zone i don't know if it's as much like oh no our superheroes or maybe it was more of a, a legal thing where universal just didn't want to deal with the you know, there's always bureaucracy, layers yeah. of people. I think it might have been more boring than the idea of Marvel being like, oh, my God, Wolverine, his <laughs> arms. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Oh, and then the the leader of all the villains in this area was Carnage, which that's fun to see Carnage in a theme park. That's, we don't even see Carnage. I was like, I think I remember anymore. watching video, but I remember they they had these like towers and like yes. the villains were like kind of on these towers and like kind of again like yelling at the guests, kind of like mm-hmm. where are your superheroes now? Yeah, oh, that's fun. and the house and that was Maximum Carnage. So you go in and it's all the it's all these henchmen popping out at you. And in this video, by the way, in 2002, I'm so glad it happened in 2002. They let the Travel Channel come to film a special 
all about yeah. that year's horror night. So there's a whole video of all these houses and stuff. And uh, uh, the guy who worked on this house is like, so you go in and it's all the, you're trying to escape from the henchmen who want to recruit you or they want you to join. But it's just to me, it's like the world's weirdest job fair is what this <laughs> house feels like. They're all just trying to get you to make you a, not even to kill you, but they want you to join their crew, I guess, because they're short on labor. I don't know. At the risk of getting uh, some hate comments, which one's Carnage again? He looks like Venom, but he's red. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I had Venom in my head. We're but he's red. He's red Venom. If yeah. you were someone's is- older, cool cousin in the 90s, you liked Carnage. Oh, I thought you liked like, Venom. I was like, what was the, it was, uh, was it N64? Or they had that like dope Spider-Man game. Oh, okay. I don't remember what, so someone no, will probably tell us. What I never played it, but yeah, I, I know what you're talking associate, about. I associate, yeah, Venom and Carnage with like my older dude cousins who, you know, like like to draw comics. But he's not, and... but clearly he's not Deadpool. Does he kind of look like no, Deadpool? that's. Because Deadpool kind of looks Deadpool like a has red Spider-Man. Costume and that's well, did you, yeah, but you just uh, said Carnage see, was red. Did you see Venom, like the movie? I did not. Is oh. Carnage in that? Well, he's the, the end credit scene. It's Woody Harrelson. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Wait, Woody Harrelson? <laughs> well, like, I love the idea of a Woody yeah. Harrelson Carnage. Um, yes. Okay, that makes me want to watch I know. Venom. Now I want to watch Venom. <laughs> On I, top of the fact that I heard it's a hot mess, and that's kind of what I'm yeah. into. Cool. So there was that the same year, and we also have video of this. Too, oh, thank goodness. So good. The I'm I love that you were like I'm so glad this is on here. Chelsea sent me notes, and I was like, yes, this is what this, I wanted. This is what needed to be here, and I couldn't help yesterday telling you about this because it's so fucking weird. JP Extinction. 2002 Scare Zone, Islands of Adventure. Also, Islands of Adventure was a wild now. Yeah, well, it year. seems like it seems like because they they decided to do this in a park where they like have a Marvel Land, have a Jurassic Park Land. They're just like, well, let's just go with it. We don't have to like build anything. It's sure. already themed to that area, so yeah. we're just gonna make everything based on that. Well, what's scarier than <laughs> dinosaurs, James? Uh, I don't know. What is it? How about dinosaur-human hybrids that murder the doctor that created them and go ham on all the guests at the park? That's pretty oh, scary. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, this scare zone was the basis of it. Is there's a doctor or a scientist named Dr. Burton who I love that now in the kind of canon they've created here because they kind of have to. Everything has to have a story at a theme park pretty much. Yeah. Uh, there, There is now a doctor in the... Jurassic Park universe that created human dinosaur hybrids. We never hear about it in yeah. those movies. Although I guess it is almost like a uh they were gonna do a sequel, right? With the with Dino Human. That was in the works, yeah. yeah. I, that was like the original like script for like Jurassic World or like going it, into Was it originally Jurassic Park three or maybe or I think it was that. older because I think this was almost like, oh, let's just use that idea because it's kind of weird. Because I think uh JP three, that piece of shit, came out in like two thousand one, maybe. So that would have been around this. Yeah. I mean, we do have that scene where Alan Grant's on a plane and the raptor <laughs> talks to him. Alan. Yeah, Alan. <laughs> That's actually my favorite part. I know. I think that part's amazing. I think about that sometimes. And I, I sometimes forget what that's even from because out of context, it doesn't fit anything. I always so think about weird. how the kid collected T-Rex pee and how. How would you do that? Yeah. How yeah, would yeah. you do that? Why would you do that? Yeah. 
uh, as a deterrent for other dinosaurs. Oh, okay. Obviously, Patrick. Obviously. But yeah, so this scare zone is people with dinosaur heads walking around. Some of them look better than others. I'm just imagining those toys that they have now where it's like the raptor head, the oh, mask yeah, yeah. that you can wear that look kind of cool. That's but what it- some of, I mean, again, the pictures of this are so, like, you can't see anything. Even a Travel Channel special, it's still 2002 camera tech and everything's very yeah. dark it's hard to see and they did have not only was it scare zone but they did have a maze yes. called project evil evolution what and that there are some actual straight up dinosaurs yeah in they it. had some like raptors. big dino puppets yeah and stuff. there was a picture and i thought i thought that this picture at first was of one of the dino hybrids and i thought oh fuck that looks weird but it, it's in it is a scare actor playing a raptor in the maze so all he, you need to see is his head uh-huh. but there's a picture of a scare actor going to his spot and it's just a dude in like normal clothes with, with like this half. giant raptor and i was like is that one of the dino men that looks crazy because it's the head is about the size of the rest of his body so the proportions are insane and i thought that that's who, what was running around at the fucking <laughs> so it's not bad unfortunately there are some kind of cool um like some of the hybrids have half of their face is a dinosaur and half mm-hmm. is a, so it's kind of fun i also was laughing at this I found this walkthrough of just that whole area that someone just took and there's a little dance party going you know they have like a DJ at horror night <laughs> yeah there was a dance party or a DJ or something and they were playing Heaven by DJ you know that like baby you're all that yeah. I yeah. just in case like oh my god 2002 yeah what a wild time yeah did so, that song start as the like dance version or the slower version I think it started as the dance version and the slow version is a a rem- it's like a version of that. Like it comes on the little, the, the EP. Because it know? plays at our grocery store all the time. Yes, and every time it plays, I'm like, no, it play does. the fucking bump in I know. I know. Also, hey, hon, you have links all over the place in these notes. Are those going to be available for the viewing pleasure I of can our put audience? Links, yeah, these are mostly, um, so I don't have to look for them later while I'm editing this. For sure, I can... but I think people are going to yeah, want to yeah, see these sure. things. Yeah. I'll, put links, sure. I'll put all these links. Like We can describe it all we want, but like you got to You got to, yeah. Some of these you just have to see to believe. <laughs> Hey, you want to talk about our sponsor this week, Liquid Death. Oh, pop that can open. Yeah. Now, you may think it looks like James is drinking a beer, mm. but it's not. It's nope. just straight up water. Water in a can, which it's kind of weird that that's so novel, but it is. It is. Yeah, we're used to water in bottles. Yeah. Plastic bottles. That's not good. Yeah, I would never uh, advertise for a plastic water bottle like anything yeah on this show because i think bottled water is kind of weird as opposed to aluminum which i'm reading right here this is this is fascinating to me of all the aluminum produced since 1888 over 100 years ago 75 percent of it is still in current use yeah it's way what? i think aluminum's way easier to recycle yeah yeah like if you're if you're recycling aluminum and using recycled aluminum it's way better than using plastic and stuff dude that's great yeah because yeah I mean, uh, sometimes you need portable water. Yeah. I mean, if you're, so, you you know, we did, we're 
filmmakers sometimes. I don't want to call us filmmakers. Yeah. But like we make stuff, we, we film things. And if you're on a set or you're having a party or something, sometimes you need you need bottled water or something like it. Yeah. You know, individual you just don't have water glasses. for sure. So we had we actually had the liquid death cans at a party we had last weekend and it was a big hit. Yeah, it was at a wrestling pay-per-view viewing party and everyone loved this. It, it felt very on brand. And also, you know, those are the events where I'm drinking alcohol I got to say, Liquid Death saved me from a hangover because, you know, it's like you're drinking alcohol and it's so easy to just crack open one of these cans and just drink it down. And, you know, there's 16 ounces of replenishing water and Liquid Death donates five cents from every can sold to help clean up plastic pollution. Dude. Yeah. Cool. It's pretty cool. So if you want to try some Liquid Death. Definitely do it. Go to liquiddeath.com slash deadmeat. You get $2 off a case if you go to that address. And again, that's liquiddeath.com slash deadmeat. Or apparently, and I have not tried this, but apparently on their website, if you want a free case, which you can get a free case, there is an option to sell your soul to liquiddeath.com. <laughs> yes, there is a button you can click to sell your soul on their website in exchange for a free case of liquid death. Wow. Legally binding for eternity. Liquiddeath.com slash deadmeat. Do that and murder your thirst. Murder your thirst. (laughs) If you're in the Los Angeles area next weekend, check out The Undertaker. No mercy attraction for yourself. Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios Hollywood continue this Friday night through Halloween Tuesday. This next, and again, 2002, because we're, fuck it, it's, the 2000s was a wild, like, just the wild frontier of weird, like, we, we kind we of thought gave, it was the end of the world, yeah, you know? No, for real, like, yeah, 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 Y2K, just everything in the 2000s was like, we're giving up culturally, and it's, like, fuck it, uh, Fear Factor House, house, isn't that nuts? They had a Fear Factor show at Universal. They s- Still seasonally run it. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. But they had a Fear Factor house in 2002. Is that show still on or no? I think they're trying they to reboot ch- it, Yeah, right? with like someone famous. That, know, yeah, that, that was my next question. Did Joe Rogan host it the entire original run? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I know. I just was imagining this house and you'd have Joe Rogan pop out. Like, I was like, why do I feel like my podcast? I feel like, uh, why do I feel like it was like Nick Cannon's Fear Factor now? <laughs> or that, something would, like that, that would be, yeah. Yeah. He seems like the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right for sure. For that. that seems perfect. Or Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. Yo, I would watch the fuck out of Jamie Kennedy's Fear Factor. Are you kidding me? The, the final thing and everything is uh, watching Malibu's Most Wanted. Oh, shit. Oh, spooky. Uh, yeah, so this, uh, apparently, according to the Halloween Horror Nights wiki, which is a great source for all this because it's one of the only places you can find any of this stuff. That's the thing with these mazes is a lot of them feel very ephemeral. Like, they happen and you know, these earlier no one ones, there's not documented. Yeah. Now everyone can go in and take a video of it, but these earlier ones, some of them, there's just nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, on this wiki, it says the Fear Factor house was deemed by many to be one of, if not the worst house, universally <laughs> at that point. Uh, it's basically a house where you face all of your greatest everyday fears, like bugs and the dark. And I feel like this you know. was the, the initial like birth of brand deals. Yeah, you know, Fear Factor was like, listen, Universal. Please yeah, please, just, yeah. please just make a house and promote our yeah. TV show. Uh, yeah, it, I guess there's one room that had snakes and worms quote unquote hanging down to touch you it's kind of like when you go through the house and there's 
Just shit just like, down yeah. the Oh, yeah. They always do, like, cobwebs. Oh, I hate those. The fishing line. The fishing line where you're like, it's, it's like so something's effective. touching me. Yeah. yeah. That always, I, it's like, I know it's fishing line, but it's still, it just triggers something so visceral. I hate how it feels. They had uh, scare actors in glass cases with, you know, like an illusion to make it look like there's bugs and stuff. But they did actually have a woman in a glass case like covered in rats like the rat real lady live rats, the rat lady so the, the rat lady is pretty iconic too because i it may it might have started in this maze but she went on throughout like the like a good amount of years of horror nights where like it turned into like uh just like a roaming act kind of thing in the streets where like someone uh, this girl would get in a glass case with a bunch of rats and someone would like wheel this like glass like coffin around and you just like watch this girl like play with rats yeah that be the best job yeah that's not bad i, I mean you're gonna get pooped on you're gonna but, get pooped yeah. on but rats are so cute they show in the travel channel thing they show the actress doing it and she's like yeah i've never really had any experience with rats i, I don't know what i would you know but she says it's pretty chill first couple times i came in here it was kind of eerie an eerie feeling having a little pitter patter on you but you get used to it. As long as no one's holding the torch up to it, you should yeah. be all right. I remember, uh, I don't know what year it was, but was, like the, my first Horror Nights ever was 2009. So it might have been this year, but I remember seeing her and it would be cool because like you'd go, I, I feel like the rats were scared too, but you'd <laughs> yeah. go up to her because people would get close and want to see the rats, but then she'd like slam her arm against the side of the thing to scare everyone. But yeah. like the rats would get scared too. Oh, oh yeah, that God. does make me I feel like there was the probably rats. like an animal thing they probably stop doing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I just think it's so funny that the rat lady has her own Wikipedia page on the, <laughs> the Horror Nights wiki because she's such a thing. Can we actually, like, as long as we're talking about these kind of characters that are runners, I feel like you know a lot about yes, that. Yes. This is, we're going to get into some lore, James. <laughs> what the, yeah, you this guys were talking about fucking lore. lore. Deep, deep okay. lore. Well, there's also... Things, uh, you know, like weird things become very popular for no reason. Sure. So back in what year? Oh was yeah, it? you emailed me about I this. Is this the this. bear? Yes. Yes. This is what the fuck? Okay, I, I want to <laughs> so know. So similar to Rat this. Lady, there's HHN Bear. <laughs> so in in 2008, they had a house called Scary Tales: Once Upon a Nightmare, which was like freaky versions of like your typical childhood. Um, oh yeah fables. they did one of those last year right mm -hmm. yeah. so like you'll have like Miss Muffet and like whatever and all that stuff so they did the three little bears and they had this bear it, like it was a bear suit like it looked like a taxidermy bear oh, it was God. like nine foot tall it's Papa Bear he just like came out <laughs> and like scared people but this was again 2008 so like there was no social media around so it didn't pop off in 2015, the 25th anniversary, they did a house called Jack's Presents 25 Years of Mayhem or something, which they took the best rooms in houses That's from the past cool. 25 years and made a whole house of just like the best old rooms. And one of them was this room from 2008 Scary Tales with uh, this Papa Bear and everyone loved this bear so much he got his own Twitter account <laughs> he got his own like wiki like you could like this bear everyone would go through this house just to like wait for the bear to pop out because it was so, so funny. funny and um eventually they did another um 
Scary Tale sequel in... I think it was last year. It was like, yeah, where they, they brought the bear back because there was so much like popular demand to bring this bear back. I want to know what it looks like. Now. I'm you looking can up pull up images. a picture. It's, literally, it's a bear. It's literally a bear. <laughs> there, I'm also seeing a picture of the Us poster with, uh, I guess, this bear or at least yeah. a bear uh, in place yeah, of Yeah, someone, Lupita. even even though he still hasn't made a return, someone still runs his Twitter account. And, That's so good. Um, he's just become this like icon, HHN bear. Hoping to see so him again. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully yeah. HHN bear comes back. But like weird stuff like that always like pops up at horror. There's a beautiful picture of him scaring some children. Yeah, there Popping out of a wall. Oh, like, you'll have to send yeah. me that's like in front that, that's the... There's a video on YouTube called uh hhn bear dances and it's someone literally a group of people in the room that were chanting hhn bear and he pops out and just dances (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so good (laughs) i love that but beyond yeah beyond the weird maybe accidental (laughs) characters and lore there is intentional storyline and plot and mythology dude it's a lot I was I got overwhelmed by it to the point where I don't have a ton of notes about that because that could be its own episode. Honestly, mm-hmm. is the storyline of Horror Nights because it really starts becoming its own thing. Like if you look at the Wikipedia articles for certain characters or like recurring themes in Horror Nights, at the bottom of all of those wikis, it'll be like this character was later revealed to be part of the blah 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 Legion. And you're like, what the does that mean (laughs) yes it's uh well 2000 was really the big changing point of horror nights because it's always just like these mazes these mazes like just different various like ideas we can come up with but 2000 introduced the first icon of horror nights and especially in orlando icons became a very big deal and 2000 introduced um the icon jack the clown or jack schmidt which has an entire so long backstory he's now like the most popular icon of horror nights and like every year after that they came up with these new icons which is like the like fearless leader of horror nights that year where they would kind of base all the mazes around do they still have that um they the last icon was 2016 wow i went that year but it was like before i was super into it so Mm -hmm. what what the icon was was chance and it was it was almost like a harley quinn it was jack the clown's like wife it's kind of like a joker harley okay. quinn situation i don't quite remember that um but yeah they had jack the clown in 2001 jack came back and then uh they initially in 2001 2001 was a weird year yeah i have notes about that 9 11 happened so a lot of things got cut that year but um initially um eddie which was jack's brother was supposed to be the icon but he got cut and they decided to bring jack back for i guess eddie was reasons. a bit too visceral like it was just too- yeah he was like he had like a chainsaw and like it was very more murdery than just like a kill, like a oh, spooky okay. clown. Yeah, my other notes about that year because I found this so fascinating. They had to do so many last minute uh, design changes. Mm-hmm. I guess so they they had to remove because this is like right after yeah, 11. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> september yeah. early september is when this usually they opens. removed all references to the word terror so that was not a word sure. used mm-hmm. that year i don't think they used the word dead either they just didn't say that in any of their like all the houses they changed the language and everything uh, apparently no blood in any of the mazes 
I don't know how, like, again, this is all from that uh, Horror Nights wiki, but no blood. And even some of the red mood lighting was changed to a creepy green just to kind of mentally mm-hmm. let's get away from the idea of blood and bloodshed and so the yeah. entire aesthetic just changes specifically one of the houses which i had on the list too because it was just a, it was, it's a weird idea but um in 2001 they had eddie's house was initially called run which he held this like game show where like you were the contestants and you had it there was like chainsaw wielding like assassins who were trying to attack you and you had to escape them as like eddie's game show but that initially got like cut and dumbed down but it was actually brought back later i believe in 2015 for uh, another house called run blood sweat and fears which is kind of the same thing there's this new like game show television you're the contestants and assassins try to kill you so you're kind of going through the maze trying not to die okay that's that's such a fun idea yeah i like that I, i'm sure there are some people listening out like what what do chainsaws have to do with 911? Man, everyone was just that was it's just you know, yeah, anything gore, yeah, you just hands off at that point, especially right after it. Right, yeah, right. I mean, we just didn't know what to do. I yeah. feel like they were just like, all right, let's just be as safe as possible mm-hmm. here because what else? Do there's you there's a lot of things that would get cut specific years and then brought back for other things. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2002, they had a uh icon called the caretaker but initially the icon was this little girl called cindy who was from like an orphanage who like burnt down her orphanage but they decided something about kids being creepy they didn't want to do it so they went back to the caretaker but then in 2010 uh they brought cindy back for her own house and had a house called orphanage ashes to ashes where you like walk through a burnt down orphanage oh god so yeah. that was fun yeah <laughs> i yeah i feel like by 2010 it's like all right we can get we're okay. we can yeah, do whatever we can, again yeah yeah, 2000s. Was so weird. these icons have like a lore and a story. Yeah, like uh, 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 they would do like an opening like ceremony kind of thing. They call them where like like the caretaker would come out and you'd like see him and you can like learn about all these backstories. Like um, so I'll just go through like uh, in 2003 they had one called the director where um this guy like kept no one liked his movies so he just decided to <laughs> film actual people getting killed okay and like produce them i don't know uh the <laughs> they had one called the storyteller which was this old grandma who would just like like time for a story and she would like put you to bed and then kill you um Aww. 2006 was cool uh because the first time it was uh, horror night sweet 16 and they brought all the current icons into one so you had the caretaker the director the storyteller jack the clown um 2007 again was when they first got their ips so mm-hmm. they had no icon it was like jason freddie and um leatherface as the icons 2008 they had bloody mary oh. um oh i was reading about that year that's kind of cool yeah which uh so basically some of them like the houses would directly affect the um icon like the the icon was bloody mary and the entire year was called reflections of fear so you went into the different mirrors of fear um through every maze Mm -hmm. and i guess Um, that they're because i don't know what the mazes were what year was that 2008 2008 yes i don't know what would have been in the park that year but i guess every maze had some had a mirror in it Mm -hmm. like 
if you looked somewhere, there would be a mirror or like a shattered mirror somewhere in the maze referencing that Bloody Mary's presence was kind of there, which is so cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. It, it's wild. Like 2009, they had one called The Usher, which was like this guy who like who worked at a movie theater. And Usher? Like, yeah. The oh, Usher. Wow. Yeah, Usher the, is Usher, the icon yeah. of Horror Nights. <laughs> Um, 2010 was Lil John. Yeah. <laughs> 2010 was actually fear. They had oh. an embodiment of fear. It was like fear itself, which was this uh, That's the giant, only thing we have to fear. It was, he was actually really cool. It was this giant stilt walker, like latex dude. And like, <laughs> so I don't know. Fun. It was like he was the one who like brought all these icons from previous years. Yeah. Um, and then 2012 is when Walking Dead took over and they stopped doing icons. Oh. Um, it was just more of like Walking Dead is in the park and then Walking Dead. And then finally 2015 is when they brought Jack back because he was so popular. And that year went over so well. They did um, uh, Chance, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, his uh, girlfriend, whatever. And then they stopped doing icons again. Oh, that's so weird. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, they're all like all those icons exist in the same canon too. Like they all are kind mm-hmm. of related in some way. Yeah. I like that fear was the one who brought them all. That's fine. Yeah. 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 And well, well fear was 2010 and then 2011 horror nights 21, they did lady luck and it was probably known as one of the worst icons in horror really? nights history, which is why I think they went next year. They like just got rid of the icon and did walking dead. Yeah. Why but was yeah. she so she was, uh, people just say it was like over the top acting and it was just like a bad, it was just like this. Was it was like, like it was like this thing? Vegas girl. Okay. It was, it was like this Vegas girl that was like, test your luck. But then she like turned into a demon and <laughs> it was just like, it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> there was one year I was reading about uh, this. It was the 15th year of Halloween horror nights. I don't know what year that would have, been actually really 2005 yeah 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 this is so like so we we kind of talked about how all of the mazes when they have icons they'll kind of be connected in some way Mm -hmm. but this one seems like it was very just like again just deep deep lore that's when they have a storyteller uh her name is elsa strict Mm -hmm. and so All of the mazes that year are linked together by this place called Terracruntis. I don't know how to pronounce it. Terracruntis. And the Terra Queen is like this demon lady who rules over this whole area. And I guess that the uh, they had planted actors every night be sacrificed to (laughs) the queen and their blood was used to fertilize this tree. And there were things where like within this storyline, there would be elements of that in all the mazes. So I think there was a maze that was kind of a uh, almost like a from dusk till dawn type. It was like a cantina Mm -hmm. with demons in it. And supposedly the fruit that grew on that tree was turned into the alcohol that they would drink in that can. So it was all just connected stuff. Hmm. And at the end of that run of Horror Nights, the queen herself was sacrificed. So it was a running thing, that whole... Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so cool. I love it. This all sounds very different than the Horror Nights that I know, where it's like, the movies are mazes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's gotten very mainstream yes. i would say and i'm um, assuming more popular yeah okay. uh, like because i was like every year i think horror nights uh on both coasts get more popular and more popular because 
things that not, are not necessarily horror, horror, but may seem um, become mainstream, like Stranger Things or Ghostbusters. Or this Ghostbusters, year. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, I think last year was like the highest attendance ever in Horror Nights history because of Stranger Things, because mm. you're mm. bringing in the people who like normally wouldn't go to a horror event. Because yeah. I, I mean. To me, Stranger Things isn't necessarily a horror movie uh, or a horror series, but um, it's bringing in those people who normally wouldn't go to a horror event to horror events and like seeing yeah. that people more people are experiencing. And I think every year it's getting bigger and bigger. I didn't even realize the extent to which they kind of switched to IP. I just assumed it had always been like this. Mm-hmm. And within kind of theme park fandom, that's always the struggle, especially now where it's like original ideas versus IP. Because mm-hmm. we see that. I'm, I'm really familiar with that at, in Disney parks, at least. Like yeah. Right now, there's this big push for IP and everything. Uh, but I didn't know that was a thing in Horror Nights. So there has yeah. to be, as there is within Disney fandom, people who are, you know, they kind of stick to, they want more original stuff. They're not so into the IP. That has to be a thing within, like Horror oh, Nights has to have its own drama, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and every year, that's why every year they still, at least Orlando still tries to do at least three original mazes every year. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it wasn't until this year where also Hollywood jumped on that as well and started doing their own. But like normally every year, uh, the original mazes are usually everyone's top favorites. But that's, it used to be like all eight or ten mazes used to be original original yeah, yeah. things that's so weird because since i've been going just a few years ago it's been mostly ip and this mm-hmm. year at hollywood was the first time i experienced like an original maze with pandora's box and holidays from hell holidays right hell, yeah. and both of them I are awesome yes. pandora's yeah. is in the running for my favorites yeah yeah, yeah i was yeah. talking to james it's like when you're when you're walking through uh an ip maze it's like you're going through and you're like oh this scene mm-hmm. we're walking through this scene now i like this one's gonna come out but when you're going through an original you're like you don't know what to expect and yeah. it's kind of more fun because you're like I don't know what's gonna happen yeah I think it's easier to kind of let yourself get scared in that original like Pandora's box I remember feeling like really just caught off guard by everything and just <laughs> I didn't expect a giant spider zone yeah. yeah yeah but yeah I think I like the mix of them because I do like the yeah. uh being able to be like oh yeah that scene like with killer clowns yeah, yeah, that yeah. all over the place but yeah I like the original stuff too cool yeah, keep yeah, it mixed yeah. Um, also, real fast, uh, Patrick, you said you've been going since 2009. Yes. One, that's crazy. Two, did you get to see that Lady Luck in person? Yeah. Oh yeah. So they had a they had a whole scare zone area where because she had two different forms. She had her normal form, mm-hmm. and then she had the demon form. So they would she, it would be like, look, I'm beautiful, but like I'm a demon, and she would like just like everyone's um everyone's uh. uh death or whatever be up to chance or up to lady luck so mm-hmm. the entire the the entire theme that year was like test your luck and uh chelsea also has this on her notes but that was also the year where penn and teller had a house of because course. obviously okay, yeah. fucking course. because obviously this one vegas actually sounds kind of stuff. fun yeah the idea was i think it was penn and teller nuked las vegas so the idea was they nuked yeah because you know how they do their most famous trick is the bullet catch yeah. yeah, they apparently the storyline of this is they were doing a bullet catch, but they were like, let's use ballistic missiles, and <laughs> then they fuck it up, and they nuke Vegas. Yeah, so yeah. Vegas becomes this like just radioactive sewage hole, and everyone's deformed. There's like 
uh, three-breasted, like, strippers and, like, two-headed tigers. And this entire house was, like, black light and neon. So you would wear 3D glasses. And it was... it was Every year, uh, you, Orlando used to have a, like, funny maze where it was, like, kind of comedy, mm-hmm. but, like, just a fun to walk through. Yeah. But just still with boo-holes. And th- that year, that was, that was the maze. I think this one sounds fun. Although I think it's insane that apparently there was, like, a Siegfried and Roy and they had Roy being attacked. Yeah. That would have been right after that happened. Was it? I, f- I thought that was, like, maybe five years prior to that. I don't know the timeline on Siegfried but and Roy. still. Was he okay I, with it? Has I, he like joked around about I don't it? Oh man! Because that's like a, I feel like as an edgy teenager, I always made jokes about it. Everyone was making jokes. That Everyone was such late night about, fodder when that yeah. happened. I do remember at the end of the maze though, they actually had someone playing Penn and Teller come out on like either side of the hallway, and a couple nights they Penn and Teller actually came. And oh, I was about to say, it. how do you find people to play Penn and Teller? <laughs> those so those distinct. are pretty distinct looking dudes. They're so distinct looking, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they could do like a nuclear destruction of Vegas one anymore. I just feel like it's too scary. It's like, what year was that? Uh, 2000. That was 2012. Wait. Yes. Wait. No. So it was 21, 2011. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we were less afraid that. We were of, a little of, less afraid of nukes. Of nuke then. stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, because since I've been going to this 2009, every like house through the 2010 era like i ve- remember like walking through that that's so cool a ton of times yeah. um including uh if you're in the if you're like ever too scared to go into a horror nights event or you just don't like getting spooked in orlando they offer um behind the masking tour oh, where during the day you can walk through the mazes they like a tour guide that will take you through the mazes so you can just see every detail uh, without having scare actors be in there so if you ever want to see it um without getting scared and plus when you're walking through you're walking through so fast yeah. here you get to stop and like they show you like it, it's crazy how much detail goes into every maze that you like you would never know that sounds so like, cool little notes on desks and like flyers i'm assuming that a, tour like, is a premium right yeah uh it, it it's it's like 70 ish dollars. It's like not, it's it's pretty affordable. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. It's, it's only like a, it tickets, it's yeah. only like a two to three hour tour. So, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty affordable. But oh, that's cool. That what are fun. what are some things going through something like that that you would never have noticed? Like, I guess it's, it's almost like I think of, you know, if the lights flip on while you're on a dark ride, you notice so much more shit than, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. or you notice where there's maybe strategic mirrors and things yeah, like that. Yeah, they, like, show you the, the how the different yeah. effects work, like, where, uh, like, one of the most popular uh, ideas behind Horror Nights is the idea of you distract the person and then hit them on the other side. So, yeah. like, there's something flashy on one side, so you look over there, and then the scare actor comes and, like, hits you on the other yeah, side. Yeah, I've been noticing that. So <laughs> so you kind of do, like, the bait and distraction kind of thing where they'll show you, like, here's where something cool is going to happen, but here's actually where the scare actor is. And then oh, all the cool. all the little details. One fun detail that goes into other Horror Nights lore is every year in Orlando, they have a house based in Cary, Ohio. No reason at all. Wait, really? <laughs> no reason at all, but, like, there's... Every year, there's a house that's just like from in the backstory. This is the story is based 
in Cary, Ohio. Do they have that this year? Yeah, it, this year it's in a um, it's called Graveyard Games. Graveyard <laughs> Games. All right, that's mm-hmm. so check cool. that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember at all? I was reading about this on Twitter. I think, um, and it's it was like an icon. I think where it kind of made the whole thing meta, like the icon was using the universal creative team to like make the mazes and harvest fear and stuff. Do you know what I'm it talking It might have been fear. Really? It sounds that like it would have been, been fear. I yeah. would have guessed. But then, yeah. So where does, is that where the, um like some, like I forget what they're called. It's like the Legion something where it's like all the villains are part of this thing. And that's when it's, I don't, it's like, I feel like there's reality stacked on top of, each other I don't, for horror nights. I don't remember Isn't if I've gone, but there was one year um, where horror nights got like this is uh, this is when like social media became more popular, and it was 2012. Okay, where um, horror nights created this online game called Horror Unearthed. So basically. You would go to this website and you would sign up and you would choose a legion. Okay, that's what I was because at the bottom of different characters w- wikis, it would be like, "This is a member of." It was revealed yeah. they're part of this legion. I'm like, you what would, the fuck? You is would this? choose a legion, and there was like, "There's all these names here," but there was like vampires, beasts, traditionals, prisoners, walkers, warriors. Anyway, you would sign up. It'd be like your faction for this like online game, and basically your idea. The idea was when you went to horror nights. Um, you would get an RFID badge oh. um, that would be connected to your Legion or to your username like online. This is like a full like almost role playing game. And you would go through the mazes and at the end of every maze, there'd be a scanner and you'd scan your badge and you'd get points for your Legion. Um, but also every night there was like missions like you have to go through these three mazes and then these three mazes to get bonus points. And like <laughs> so everyone would like come together and try to gain these points for their factions. And at the end, it was basically for those like people like me who buy like frequent fear passes who go multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end. Uh, the last night of Horror Nights, they had a whole event for all these people who were like playing That's this so game, um, where they like set up this whole like buffet and. Cooking. Do you remember <laughs> who won? I don't remember who won, but I remember. Ha- I don't even remember what like I picked. I was gonna ask yeah. Yeah, what Legion um, you, but I just of? remember like having my RFID badge and scanning, oh, and so it was bad. like it was cool because like not only could you play in the park, but there was also like online mini games as well you could play, mm. um, and then it got to the point where like. Uh, you would like get clues through social media and like it was this whole it just became a whole like online role-playing game within Horror Nights. That's so cool. I did see some stuff this year in Hollywood where it was like uh, like scan here for rewards on the mobile but I don't know if that was part of any like you know, yeah, I think they started. Thing. They started doing like on the app. You can play Horror Nights trivia. Yeah, like, I don't think points. it was anything. Yeah, Dude, you should fall. fucking do it. You'd be yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah, Horror Nights yeah. trivia. I bet there's so many people. Like, I bet it's one of those things where you think you could know everything about it, and then you realize, oh, the fandom of this. Oh my god, there <laughs> yeah, are people who know everything about it. There's also another, a whole other. Uh, um, similar to Horror on Earth, there was a. Um, 
Uh, I guess we got a campaign called Legendary Truth, The Collective, which was like this, um, it was like kind of like ghost hunters type thing where there was like this paranormal investigators who investigated this different things. And they, it, it became a maze in 2010, Legendary Truth. They had a maze where you like went through a, like it's just like a haunted house. Um, and basically it was the same thing where you kind of like help collect different clues and to piece together like the different paranormal things that were happening in the event but it it became a long running where like every year they'd have a legendary truth house as well that's Um, so cool yeah there's just there's so many different like campaigns and especially in the uh, around social media and stuff when that became popular in the early like 2011 2012 2013 yeah and it's so crazy because again this stuff is up for two months yeah yeah and that's it but it's yeah, I almost maybe think the the fact that it's also temporary makes, you know, maybe makes you feel more attached to it in the moment. And it's probably what inspires people to get so, you know, into it. And Oh, yeah. I mean, every year you hear the same things. Well, like, well, this year was not good as last year. Yeah. Or this yeah. year is better than last year. Yeah. Nothing was compared to two years ago. Oh, man. I it's so frustrating as someone who may not have been at the last because there's no way to judge that yeah. you know it's not like a movie where it's like oh this sequel is better than the first one because yeah, I can watch, watch it both it, yeah. yeah oh you uh, want to run through the rest of the movie real fast because I, I see here? there's a uh, Wizard of Oz where Dorothy's killed cool yeah uh, yeah that was a scare zone Scares area Fright Frightanic in 98 no I less I love this they right were after, like we're going to parody the ti- Titanic s- skeletons yeah. doing the King of the World scene that's fun mm-hmm. uh, wait the sh- luxury luxury liner got sucked into another dimension yeah that's, that was the, the storyline of the Fritanic was that it, it was a ship apparently always called the Fritanic which why would you get on like awesome. why would you name a ship that, yeah. but mm-hmm. uh, of course the the Fritanic gets sucked into another dimension I guess and it makes the crew go crazy and there's ghosts on it now a, a mummy returns uh maze okay guys I with know. a scorpion king yes this is okay I'm glad you brought this up because I we were talking about this yesterday about how the the fact that there was a scorpion king in a maze but Someone, not, but not the movie Scorpion King. Scorpion King's appearance in the Mummy Returns, The Rock's first acting role, yeah. where yeah, uh, nightmare, yeah right? his face just so on that. And oh, here's God. what I'm thinking: I feel like enough people listen to this that maybe we could somehow get a picture of what the Scorpion King looked like in there. Please, someone has to have one. It has to exist. And I hope it just looks like a a animatronic version. Of that awful digital nightmare. I know. From that I movie. need to see. Like, please, someone please. has to have evidence of that existence. They also had a um, mummy maze uh, in Hollywood, but during like daily operations, I don't, like similar to Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, they, have, they used to have uh, the Universal House of Horrors, and before that, it went through so many different transformations. But when the mummy came out, they it was a daily like mummy maze where you like walk through and like mummies came. I lo- out. I would so have fun. flipped my shit over that maze back yeah. back when that movie was out. Yeah. God, I loved that movie. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else do I have on here? Uh, we have Nightingales. Yes. Um, in 2011, there was an original hospital called Nightingales Blood Prey based on Florence Nightingale, who mm. was a famous nurse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But instead, nurse. instead these these creatures called nightingales actually feasted um around the 
the idea of war and stuff. So like they feasted on injured humans. So they would go to war stricken places and like feast on their already dying bodies. Yeah. And this, so it's a maze set during world war one, which yes. is like, that's why I put this on here because that's so specific. Yeah. And the fact that you're like walking through the trenches yes, and stuff, it was that's so crazy. You could, you could definitely find video of this. It was a, it was in a soundstage. It was a huge maze. The facade was you were going under a trench and you literally walk under a flipped over tank. That's so what? crazy. Some That's of, pretty cool. Some of the scares in there, they had like a dead, like this horse that would like come oh up. God. Like they had also one where like half of a body would detach. Like I want to go. Do they was, have like a mustard gas room? I know, right? You get like, oh, it smells like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, fucking oh, World War One. It was, it was a wild maze. That's why I wrote on here. I think the worst war to have fought in is World War One. Yeah, no. and actually this or year um, they yeah, finally Civil, yeah. brought it back. Um, so in Orlando, one of their originals is Nightingale's um, Blood Pit, which is like the same idea except this is like a prequel kind of because it takes place during like the Gladiator games. Yeah. So you're going through like this Roman. Roman uh, I thought area. you were gonna say it's War of 1812. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you're going through this Roman area, uh, uh, area, and there's like gladiators, and then these nightingales are like feasting on their bodies. Although they changed the character design on it and i don't know if i like it as much as the original i was looking at both design. i don't know if i like them as much they either. look more like birds yeah. so maybe maybe they evolved more by world war one yeah they <laughs> learned how to look more like people that's oh man it, it does feel so weird hopping into this kind of um like fandom and world of stuff it's so late but it's it is cool looking back on how different at least was. you i mean you you're a theme park yeah. Oh, fan, yeah. so mm-hmm. you can at least relate to that aspect. That's of it. true. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I wish you guys saw it when it was in its originals. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a wild time. Yeah, yeah. right. It sounds like it. <laughs> it. Yeah, and again, it's it's like all the videos and stuff from like those earlier. You know, it's. It yeah. sounds like it grew up with the internet, you know? I know. like how the like, internet's like mainstream I, now. I know. But I'm really hoping because uh, so in 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 2015 when they had the 25th anniversary, they did bring back a lot of the old stuff. So like I'm hoping next year yeah, for they do something again. Yeah. Or at least make one of those houses where it's like the best of kind that of That would thing. be so cool. Hoping for The Undertaker. Oh my god, yeah. Hell at the hell in a cell room. Oh my gosh. I'm just gonna start tweeting at them now. Murdy said when I talked to him on the red carpet, he said that people's tweets and stuff do influence what they look at. That's how Killer Clowns got in there. Yeah. So I'm gonna tweet at him, Hell in the Cell Room and Wishmaster. Give us a wishmaster. Wishmaster house, please. Please. We were talking, we were designing it while we were getting ready for this. We were just kind of brainstorming and that'd be a pretty cool house. Be a pretty fucking cool house, man. Yeah. All right. Another uh thing to look for well not uh, i feel like next year might be a bit different as well in orlando um because mike aiello who's been that's with, right, yeah with horror nights in orlando has been ye- like 20 years doing it um and he's actually this is last year because oh, no. he's going to work on uh universal's new park they're opening Ooh. epic universe where's that is it in orlando it, yeah oh okay it's their third gate Wow. Yes. Without their water park. They're gay. Yeah. Wait, there's a water park too? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Discovering new things. Friend of the pod. <laughs> we follow, I follow him. On, we follow each other on Twitter. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 
Sorry, sorry, anyone getting frustrated by my <laughs> ignorance. I I just don't follow the theme parks that much. I like them though. Well, cool. This was so fun. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Thank you for knowing everything. I think we things. still like barely scratched the surface, I but know. you Sounds can you like can d- dive deep deep into. I already know the comments are gonna be like, why didn't you talk about this? <laughs> but like, yeah, talk about those things in the comments. Yeah, it's like, always next year too. Yeah, tell us more lore. I'm sure there's some of you out there who are also experts in all the lore and i would love to learn more about it it's very dense and inaccessible yeah i like i like i said i've only experienced from 2009 on so like that pre-era like i i rely on youtube and forums as well so if you went pre like 2009 but if you keep going for another 10 years then you'll have experienced half of all of uh horror nights yeah when we get to 40 yeah yeah Nice. Wild. <laughs> oh well, cool. Where can we follow you online, Patrick? Well, you can follow me on YouTube just at my name, Patrick Dougal, and then on social Twitter and Instagram at Patrick A. Dougal. And Dougal is spelled like Doug. Doug All. Doug yeah. All. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, you can follow Dead Meat on social media at Dead Meat James on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Carebeck, C-R-E-C-A-R-E-B-E-C-C. On Twitter and Instagram. And if you want merch, demeanstore.com. Yeah, hit that shit up. Uh, We'll be back with another episode next week. But uh, thanks for joining us, Patrick. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, until then, I'm James. I'm Chelsea. This is Patrick. I'm Patrick. (laughs) This has been the Dead Meat Podcast. Yeah. Bye.